An evening reception at the Manx Museum in Douglas, hosted by Manx National Heritage. Our speakers tonight are Martin Moore, Chairman of MNH, and Angus Buchanan, Honorary President of the AIA. Here's Martin Moore's view of industrial archaeology. The industrial past is something that we at Manx National Heritage take very seriously. We have a unique position as the National Heritage Organisation. In that under one roof, we are able to combine the resources of a whole range of professional offices with a remarkable variety of archives. Martin is referring to MNH's multiple role as a heritage authority covering listed buildings and monuments, an nature conservation authority covering protected habitats and species, record keeping for all of the above, and site management. Here's Angus Buchanan's view of this. Uh, a composite organisation which does things which we, in, in England it takes three or four different organisations <laughs> to do, and that seems to be a most admirable arrangement uh, that, you, that, that uh, you can encompass the functions of English Heritage and the National Trust and various other organisations <laughs> under one heading. It does seem to me that the Iron Man can teach us some very useful things as industrial archaeologists. First of all, is this point about the organisation having a combined heritage organisation, which has all sorts of merits going for it. I know it's more difficult in, when, as the scale gets larger, and there are, are advantages in having separate bodies to look after separate parts of the heritage. But as Angus concludes... What may be unwieldy in the UK does seem to work in man. The island is different in other ways too. Here's Martin Moore again, this time on their record keeping. The National Archive, which contains mine surveys, early photographs, census information and the manorial records, are here. The island has, since 1511, had a compulsory requirement for the registration of all deeds, which are retained in the registry and are open to the public and that disposes land ownership and all transactions and wills. There are also details of the grants of the mining leases here on the island. The ownership of minerals in the Isle of Man is different from that in England and Wales. The ownership vests today in the Manx Department of Trade and Industry, whose minister is with us today. These records give a special insight into the traditional industries of mines, mills, quarries, agriculture, fishing and tourism which have shaped the island which you see today. On perhaps a more visible note, one can hardly miss during a visit like this the largest working water wheel in the world, <laughs> the Laxey Wheel and the Laxey Mines Complex, which are of international significance. The maintenance, presentation and interpretation of these complica this complicated site, which also includes the underground remains, are a major responsibility for us on this trust and require a significant amount of work by our professional staff. A few more words from Angus before Martin signs off. Finally, I, th I feel that, that the Island Man uh, is, is demonstrating a, a real sort of empathy for its industrial heritage, and that is something which uh, is worth taking to heart. And here's recent proof of that statement. More recently, you'll be pleased to know that hot off the press, Manx National Heritage together with local publishers, Manx Experience, have taken the opportunity to update and amend and republish a book that's called The Industrial Archaeology of the Isle of Man. This informative and highly illustrated book will be a gift to you each tonight, and I hope that you will take that away as a memento of your visit.
Now some more words from Angus. First, a vote of thanks to Frank Cowan, the MNH trustee who's helped so much with this conference. It's quite nice to say this right away. We are really tremendously grateful to Frank for turning out and doing such a wonderful <laughs> job, both in briefing us about the industrial archaeology of the Island Man and then in taking us around today. No, I know that the organisers of the conference have felt particularly indebted to him for, the, for, for his experience, his wisdom and his sheer good nature in making himself available to them in planning this conference. So many thanks to you Frank, we're very very grateful to you. And to conclude, here are some highlights of Angus's after-dinner speech last Saturday when he uh, reminisced about the 1973 Isle of Man conference where the AIA was founded. I'm a great diarist. And you'll be glad to know, not quite in the peeps category, but, 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 but uh, nonetheless, I, I do find it myself quite interesting reading some of the things I have written about events in the past. And here is just a little sample for your delectation about how things went in 1973 when we assembled here on the Isle of Man. This is on Friday the 14th of September 1973. And catch bus to Port Erin. A very pleasant drive. I have forgotten what a nice island this is. Definitely our sort of island. Uh, walk up to the Bellevue Hotel in bright sunshine meeting other industrial archaeologists en route. The steering committee began with a business meeting to consider procedure. The Isle of Man people offered no explanation for the extraordinary delays in notification of the conference. I came to see it was in keeping with the remarkably easy-going Manx temperament. First session. John Butt on business, and then contributions from members. That's the end of, that's the, end of the Friday's proceedings. We've not gone very long this time. <laughs> Saturday the 15th, BIA conference, still no name. F. Cowan on the Laxey Mines. After lunch, we departed by coach for Laxey with Cowan, beg your pardon, Frank, we did, I didn't, didn't know you well then. Uh, 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 giving, giving us an interesting running commentary uh, uh, on sites on the way. It drizzled intermittently in the afternoon and eventually came on terrain. But for the spell, the spell while we were at Laxey, it was fine. And then there's some technical things about Laxey and the wheel which I'll skip because we get to the evening business meeting. Establish an association with council and constitution. We were in business. Next morning, Sunday the 16th of September, a very good morning session with our new president, LTC Rote, in the chair. But Tom looks far from well. He was ill again in July. I am the vice president. <laughs> As Angus implies, Tom Rolt was seriously ill, 
and he died the following May, halfway through his term as the first AIA president. On a lighter note, let's conclude this podcast with Angus's recollections of the more informal field trips of the 1973 visit. Visited in his high-speed Saab. <laughs> Castletown, Maritime Museum and Castle Rus- Russian. Silverdale, Waterpowered Roundabout, Ancient Bridge and Abbey, Foxdale, Lead Mines and Railways, St John's Railway Junction and Tinworth Hill, and Peel Harbour and, and Town. You see the current afternoon. That's everything we're doing this week and more, all in one afternoon. Maybe afternoons were longer in the 1970s. Anyway, that's all for this podcast. See you next time, and bye for now.